character. Hey, John. What's that, Alex? Y- you know what I hate? What's that? I'm going to take a stab and get to speak for both of us, actually, when I say we hated Suicide Squad. I had the thought going into this recording that I was going to have like a little fun with this and pretend I liked it a la The Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Not that I pretended I liked The Fifth Element, but pretend like just push forward the idea that, that Suicide Squad is really great. And I could not think of any ground to stand, even for like a five minute chunk to start the episode mm-hmm. of just trying to be a dick and pretending this movie was good. Couldn't even come up with jokingly. No. Anything to claim was good about this film to be irritating on our podcast. No, it's not bad good. It's not fun good. It is uniquely bad. I would say that. It's bad in some very specific ways. Yeah. That aren't necessarily true of uh, just your any run-of-the-mill bad movie. But there's, I mean, certainly in the Venn diagram, they share some stuff. But this was really, really amazingly terrible. So I watched it when it came out on, on a on a cam recording video thing. And I was like, all right, obviously a shitty way to watch it. But I'd heard so many bad reviews, I didn't care. Going to this, I was like, all right, watching a nice, uh, crisp quality version of it. This is going to be great. Uh, not great, but like, I'm going to like it better right. this time. Because one, generally watching a movie this complicated or like with this many characters, watching it a second time, I usually like it better because it's like, oh, I'm familiar with everybody. Uh, it makes it a little bit, it's kind of laborious when you don't know what the fuck's going on. Watching it the second time, I realized, no, it's not that I was confused as what was going on because I was just getting introduced to things. Is The thing that's happening on screen, I don't want to say doesn't make sense. That's why I'm vacillating here. It doesn't work as a movie. Like, it's such no. a blunt phrase. But it so, just- so before we go into our usual thing of incredulously explaining what happened scene by scene, yeah, uh, let's give a little background to this. So this movie was directed by David Ayer. So he made a cut. And he's putting together his movie. He shot, wrote, and shot this thing. And this company called Trailer Park put together the first trailer, which I will admit I like. He put together the movie. Uh, this co- this company put together the first trailer. They test marketed the movie. They showed the movie to some uh, uh, test audiences. Audiences hated it. Yeah. Did not like it. So the uh, the studio went to this Trailer Park company and went, you put together the movie. You do an edit of the movie. And they did. And they showed it to audiences. And audiences liked some stuff, didn't like some stuff. So they combined the two cuts. And then basically that was what was released. Mm. And it shows. There are so many things in that movie. They were edited with the mindset of a trailer. Like, I have not seen a movie so badly edited. And we were jo- we were talking last time about the Steven Seagal movie where people were shooting up in the air and there was no one up there. That was one scene repeatedly geography of characters in an individual scene doesn't make sense. You know, I thought I was making that up. No. Like, yeah, I picked up on that too. Characters yeah. leap across the screen where someone is doesn't follow from shot to shot in, yeah, in like individual Yeah, like their were all yeah. off a ton too. Yeah. It's the, the thing that immediately comes to mind is, is at the very last scene uh, when they're fighting the big baddie, Harley Quinn like flips her bat and conks the bad guy on the head and it does not track at all. Like she's over here flipping her bat oh, and yeah. then like it's from a whole other angle where yeah. she clung. 
And they just went, no, that's good. Just do that. There was another scene with Harley as well. And again, I think it's because of the the multiple directors. And I think probably the second director was more in love with her. uh, That she's on the right side of the screen having like kind of dialogue with a guy. So like that's what he described as is we're sitting across the table talking. Cut to somebody else, then cut back, and you're to my left. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no reason for them to have moved. It just kind of right. like you could tell like they had set up two separate. Ch- and it's like it, it was kind of slightly jarring. They're like, I must have missed something. But like now that you point that out, there was a few of those. I was like, the fuck is this? And right. Or or there's a, a scene towards the end. They're having a conversation about something, and basically the the way I could equivocate it right now is that so you and I are talking, and I say we're sitting at this table right now, and I say, hey, Alex. Uh, would you like a beer? I'm going to go get you a beer. And you say, yes. Camera cuts to me getting a beer out of the fridge. That makes sense. Camera cuts to me getting up, different angle, me getting up and getting you the beer. That makes yeah. sense. This is cuts to I'm three steps in getting you the beer. Like there are these weird cuts yeah, like yeah. that where there's this implied action again, because you're used to editing trailers and this doesn't, you don't need to worry about that, fl- that continuity and flow from shot to shot. You need to have the barest minimum action possible to set up the idea of what's happening. Yeah, the uh, I made a note, my second note on here is that the soundtrack is trying too hard, that it's like a long trailer. That, yeah. that feels so much like studio involvement. Um, every single, particularly at the beginning. That's what I'm referring to, yeah. Every single hit, every single soundtrack hit is exactly what's happening on screen. There is no subtlety to it. Yeah. the It opens with House of the Rising Sun, which is a bummer because I love that song. Uh, and then cuts to eventually gets to Harley Quinn. Uh, they're all in jail, by the way. So I guess if, if let's go ahead and start this off. So the, so the movie opens and you have this shot over, you know, approaching the, uh, the prison on the horizon camera moving at this exterior shot. Yeah. Black text over dark background telling you the name of the place. I'm like, well, that seems like a very bad choice. I can't oh, read that yeah. very well. I don't think I even noticed that that was there. Right. Then you get into cut to, so you're flying in, cut to the logo of the place, which is the Grim Reaper. Cause you know, a lot of, you know, federal prisons oh, have yeah, that. I forgot about that. But oh, yeah. it's the, it's the, the logo of the place. But while that's being shown, a truck drives in front of it. People walk in front of it. There's just, you have no time to really go. Oh, what? Oh, okay. I'm there now. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. that if that makes any sense. No, it's 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 their establishing shot that doesn't establish anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that's it's, this yeah. whole movie. Yeah. There's on that note, it, just because this is going to fit right here. There's a scene where th- when they introduce the killer croc, and and a lot of this movie is scenes that would be cool and don't work in the reality, where they open up a sewer grate and then have to drop a cow down into him because uh-huh. he's so dangerous. And then like later in the movie, some guy just walks up to the door that's in his cell. Yeah. Uh, good guy. Flag. Was that the, uh, name of the yeah. soldier guy? Walks up to the door. and was like, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. So they did that entire Jurassic Park dropping the thing down the hole scene just because it looked cool. It's yeah, you're right. It's everything's cut like a trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to get this note out here. I, I realize this when they start doing the, the title cards, you know, dead shot. He's cool and yeah. stuff. Uh, Harley Quinn, she's she's got a great butt. You know, every, every yeah, every character is introduced with this huge graphical outline of Which, of like what they do, who they are, and it, it's so video gamey. But it yes. again, it doesn't fit the tone of the film. But it made me realize that this movie must be what you see when you watch The Fifth Element. Where this is like, because yeah, so there's, yeah. there's so much about this movie where it's like loud and weird. I'm like, oh my God, these are a lot of the points that I like about the fifth element, but everything about it in the, this movie annoys the I, I, I would just say, I would disagree that it doesn't fit the tone of the film as then, as much as it sets up the tone 
of a film that doesn't follow through with that. Yeah, time. that's probably a better way to put it. Like yeah. if this was an Edgar Wright movie and it set yeah. that up that way, like, yeah, but the rest of it, it doesn't. And I understand there are way too many characters in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the problem with ultimately this movie wants to be the Dirty Dozen. That's the whole idea of this whole concept is, yeah. is get these renegades. And the Dirty Dozen kind of works because it's just we need people that are decent soldiers to be expendable. But this – and this is somewhat the problem I had with the Avengers where you're setting up this group of, of people all with very specialized skills and superhuman. And some of them you're like, why are you here? Yeah. Now, basically, the reason the Suicide Squad is formed is Amanda Waller, who I actually – begrudgingly liked i've always imagined that character and i i guess i want to preface this with saying that i've tried to appreciate this movie in a vacuum in terms of not what i know about the suicide squad or some of these characters from comic books certain people like the joker and batman or whatever you can't get away from that like they're just so ubiquitous but someone like you know i don't need to be like well killer croc technically doesn't actually do this or deadshot previously didn't do this it's just i've tried to just be like okay this is what they are in this movie just appreciate it like that but Amanda Waller, I always imagined as CCH Pounder, the actress CCH Pounder, who I think actually does the voice in the cartoon. Yeah, she does. Or if, she's done at least one because that's that's that I had that in my head as well. Yeah, yeah. but I thought the actress uh, that that did that was was very good and, yeah. and did the the character justice. Uh, but so she wants to form this group because this is on the back of Superman versus Batman or Batman versus Superman because super they make a reference to Superman being dead, which I guess happens at the end of that movie. Superman fakes his own death. Yeah. I haven't seen it. That did happen. It's not, a, it's a, weirdly enough, it's not a very major point. Actually, I was so tired of that movie by that point. It may have been major. And I was just like, please. And because that movie's as bad as this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I feel like th- this movie saved me from watching that one. Yeah. You're, um, you're a lucky man. But her idea is we need to f- form together this controllable group that can fight against metahumans in case they, because the Flash apparently exists already because he shows up in a scene. Right. Yeah. The yeah. Flash exists. So they want to form this group that they can control to to fight metahumans because they spend a lot of time setting that up and then forming this group before there's a, a real problem that happens. Yeah. And there's a very convenient problem, re the group forming. But let's wait before we get to the problem, because I, I need to title card, dead shot. He's good at shooting stuff. Title card, Harley, blah, blah, blah. And they start getting shorter and then they don't do cards for everyone. Well, that's we can get into Slipknot. Uh, in, yeah, in a bit not. because uh, I yeah red shirt so yeah but they also don't do a card for Katana because she shows up later and isn't part of the Suicide Squad technically no is. she she's not she's not because she's sort of the she's the cooler of Suicide Squad she's basically like Rick Flag yeah she's just a because she's not even metahuman she just has a magical weapon this is but one of the main things of the film that I I truly I don't know the Suicide Squad the comics that well so I I. Why was Harley there? That just, just, yeah. Okay. So this is, this is what I was getting at. This is what I was getting at with informing the superhero squad that requires people to have powers. It's the same thing with the Avengers where, okay, so you have um, a guy with a super powered suit that can shoot missiles and stuff like that. You have the God of Thunder. Makes sense. You have a, a giant muscular monster. Yeah. And uh, then you have a lady with guns and a dude that shoots arrows. Yeah. That's where it gets a little. Yeah. And so it's, it's that it's like, you need to fight this metahuman thing. So Deadshot, you have this expert assassin. You have uh, all of it doesn't make sense because Captain Boomerang. Really, he's, I don't. I don't. He's terrible. I don't. And the, the movie treats him as such a useless character. Yeah. Uh, Killer Croc. You basically have a linebacker with eczema. 
okay. Like he's a heavy, but who gives Killer a Croc shit? Was the one that I thought alongside Deadshot made sense. That Inferno like made very sense. Strong. Yeah, Inferno. Totally do the dude that yeah. can make fire. Yeah. But yeah, Harley Quinn. It's like she has a bat and a gun. Yeah, she's sexy. And the movie yeah, and hits stuff. Well, the movie sets it up. I tried to not again with this whole thing of trying to to appreciate the characters as they were. Jared Leto as the Joker is unbelievably terrible in this movie. He's I don't yeah. understand what he's trying to do with that character. Uh you know, even apart from like trying to remove him from Nicholson from Ledger, I don't get his version of the Joker. I don't know what exactly he's trying to do. It seems like someone described someone read the Wikipedia for Hannibal Lecter to a sentient hot topic store. <laughs> yeah. Is what it feels like. And he yeah. feels like he's trying to do that, but he can't there. It doesn't feel like he's actually interested in being the character. Yeah. It doesn't feel like there's anything there. I see. I, 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 I was equally disgusted by it, but I got what he was doing. Um, I think he was going for that kind of kind of late nineties, early two thousands Joker, uh, you know, post, you know, kind of interesting Joker where they're trying to figure out what to do with the character. Mm-hmm. And there was kind of like, like nice suit wearing Joker era. And I think that's what he was going for. And he was doing this whole, cause he was apparently like in character the whole time on set, which just sounds like just the most obnoxious shit ever. Yes. But I could see what he was going for. It just was, cause you have to imagine the script that he read and, and to fit into that movie, which has nothing to do with the movie we saw. Basically in the long run, it's almost like I don't fault him because like even, I think it made sense in the film that was on the page. Quite that possibly, he was yeah. trying. Like, I feel like I feel like that that probably worked in the movie he was acting in. But that movie was about three edits, four edits previous to what got on film. Yeah, because apparently there's also like another hour of Joker footage. Oh man, which I mean I can't even. But okay, so just like because this isn't one of the notes I have. She's there, Harley, because she's with Joker. She's like, she, the, the Waller goes in this 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 run of, um, she's more psychotic than the Joker. Right. Okay, but let me just quote: she's more fearless than the Joker. Mm-hmm. The immediate next cut is her screaming, but putting I can't swim. Yeah. At the top of her lungs, they immediately show the Joker driving her, driving the both of them into a river, and her screaming in terror. Yeah. And then I put, I just added, did anybody watch this during editing? Yes. Yeah. It's, it completely undermines the thing you just said. I don't understand what happened in the edit. I so, just, what the fuck? What, what does it, what I don't get about this. So I mentioned already that I don't really like the character of Harley Quinn. I never, I never really did. I always kind of felt like it was, it was honestly just like spank material for nerds. I didn't, I never really liked the character. I didn't, I, there's potential for that character to do like something because it's an abusive relationship. Yeah. And the Joker's a monster. And they really dropped the ball with it. They did not know what to do with that in this. And they yeah. really, they they don't treat it like an abusive relationship. They treat it like, oh no, she's in love. It takes like her side in this and it's really uncomfortable. Um, See, that's sort of how the character is done in the book as well. Yeah, oh. but I, I guess I would say that the movie doesn't, the movie agrees with it. The movie doesn't, oh, the movie doesn't sort of like juxtapo- juxtapose like, no, you see that. But it's also that you get with that character, you get that the Joker treats her like crap and she's sort of like, they have this weird messed up relationship. So she responds to that. Everyone treats her like dirt 
in this movie, yeah. and she's fine with it, yeah, regardless I, of who. I get it what is. you're saying, yeah. So it's it's yeah yeah because the, the 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 way it works uh, uh, in the cartoons and then later in the comics is that we understand that she's wrong, but everything else in the film is actually backing up. Like, no, she's right. She's no, right yeah. to love. Yeah, no, yeah. The Joker That's loves her, yeah. and it's good. That actually is. Yeah, you're right. That is the angle this movie took. Is yeah. that no, no, her. She's right to be agree with this abusive guy. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 very upsetting. And there, the every part of that was annoying. Them that cut to the, the, them slow dancing. That's that's a scene from one of a famous comic book scenes, right? And, and it is. I remember it was in the maybe it was in the cartoon, but either way, it's like you're just stealing from something much better, and and not to service the plot because frankly, he's a non-player in this. He no. doesn't move the plot along. At Largely, all. there's there's one moment that he does that doesn't make any sense. So okay, so they're in the they're in this Bell Reef prison. Yeah, the. Amanda Waller, this high-level government person, wants to put together this team to fight against a metahuman menace that she imagines is oh, yeah, going sorry, to I got exist. It's no, there's so, so much to talk pe- about. It's in this so movie. dumb the people she puts on the team. So sorry. there is there is 40 minutes of intro to each of these people. That's why it's easy to kind of get thrown off, you know, yeah, yeah. sidetracked because nothing happens in this movie for 40 minutes. You are being introduced to characters for 40 minutes. Yeah, including. Their warden, I guess, at at, at Belgrieve, the the head or Belgrieve, their head guard Griggs, uh, played by Ike Barinholtz. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Who they set? They spend so much time setting up this guy for no payoff. That's the nothing movie. ever. Ha- like, yeah. in fact, Harley makes some reference to him being so screwed at one point, and then nothing happens to yeah. him after that. You never see him again. Oh god, I forgot about Harley, where she's doing fucking acrobatics in the cell. In the cell, for some reason. Oh, but oh, so. This setup scene that we're that we're that we're kind of stuck on because basically it is the first forty minutes of the movie. So is, actually, yeah. I shouldn't feel like we're stuck here because the movie made us stuck here. What we failed to mention is they don't establish who the fuck she's talking to at the table. Right? There's forty minutes of some lady talking that they're the government. We don't know why this yeah. is happening. They spend. I know more about Will Smith's fucking daughter than I do about the fucking people she's talking to at the table. That's supposed to be the point of the film. It's it's everything about this movie. And this is why I thought it was like the fifth element is like how I kept saying the fifth element made every weird choice. Yeah. This movie just pointed the camera at exactly the wrong spot for everything. It's like, oh, cool. Let's sit at a table and tell a story. And all you do is the story, not tell who's at the front. Fu- it's like if the Princess Bride had Fred Savage just talking to himself in bed. Like, yeah. It's just- <laughs> well, the, and going back to, to Will Smith. Boy, they Will Smith up that character. Like that character oh, yeah, is did. Will Smith. Yeah. Um, it's like Phil Jackson said. Yeah. yeah well, basically, because oh, basically like my understanding of Deadshot, what little I know about Deadshot from video games and comics, the Deadshot is kind of the antithesis of Bruce Wayne in that he was young. Uh, uh, his parents said, I could be wrong on this, but basically like he was, a, he grew up a rich kid and was just good at killing people. Yeah. So he's this sort of amoral, whatever. Which, again, you talk about the movie's tone and the movie agreeing with Harley Quinn and her opinion of the Joker. The movie treats the fact that Will Smith murders people for money as, yeah, you do what but you got to do. never women and children. But never. So he's fine. That, so he's great. So he's fine. But it's yeah. not even this, like, we know it's bad. Mo- yeah. But it treats it because he talks about his – so he has a daughter. And the, the first, when you're introduced to him, you, you see the scene with him and his daughter. And you get the sense that his ex-wife um, isn't treating her well. Then Batman comes to beat him up uh, in front of his daughter. And there's a whole yeah. scene where his daughter tries to talk him down, which is the thing I don't understand because you see kind of in that scene, but particularly later, you see that his daughter kind of lives in, not in squalor, but not in the best 
of situations. No, for this guy being the dude makes a bajillion dollars for murdering people. Well, no, he's a bad money. By the way, no, he's terrible with his money because there's another movie this happened. In. I forget which one we talked about, but where they show his bank account, it's at zero dollars, yeah. and then they put in the one million yeah. or two million, and they don't yeah. they don't expect like this yeah. movie is so full of zero dollars, unexplained motivations, yeah. unexplained gr- like unearned growth, um, unearned like. Everything oh, you, yeah. like they, they just yeah. decide these things happen and, and oh I this movie really made me mad. Anger inducing. Yeah. The, the, the shallow growth, like the unearned growth, that's a great phrase for it, is infuriating. But I let's not even get there because we because we have so much more okay. ground to cover. Hey, John, let me let me describe to you something. Now I took a few archaeology classes in in college, mm-hmm. uh, not that many. But the first day of class, I remember they said, hey, uh, guys in class, you know what you do the, when you sneak it down a cave the first time and no humans have laid eyes on any of these? You pick up a fetish doll, look deep into its eyes. The first thing you want to do is try twisting its head off to see if there's prizes inside. Right, yeah. What the fuck? So, this movie was so irritating. Every character is a fucking asshole. Sorry, yeah, that's so, the shit out of so it. they introduced this character, the uh, June Moore, Enchantress. the Enchantress. Oh, I thought played it was by played by Cara Delevingne. I don't know how to say her name. Yeah, but basically, based on her performance, I'm convinced she mainly exists as a biological eyebrow delivery system. <laughs> yes. Like that is it, because yes. she is not a good actress. No, no. Um, and her whole thing is so yeah, she's this archaeologist that found this, like found an ancient civilization or something, and found the the the, the seed of this god. The god took her over. And possessed her. This god is super powerful, but somehow her heart is a the heart of the god, the heart of Enchantress. Yeah. Is outside of Enchantress, and Amanda Waller has it and uses it to control Enchantress because yes. she can exist without it. It doesn't get grant her her full power. And uh Amanda Waller has it in a case attached to a bomb. Or that she can also stab in case Enchantress yeah. gets gets out of hand. Yeah, so either either C4 or pencil. Right, so yeah. she decides Enchantress needs to be a part of this team as well. Who, which makes sense, which makes the most sense out of anyone, because Enchantress is extremely overpowered in the sense that her powers are never fully explained. Yeah, she can teleport, she can do all kinds of stuff when it's convenient, or she can't do stuff also when it's convenient. Yeah, it's very which did yeah. set up the only the two things I liked in the movie were, uh, and t- literally two things I wrote, and maybe there's stuff later, but. Um, the, the image of the other hand coming out and grabbing her hand, yes. turning around. So when she, when she transforms, she says the word enchantress. That's all yeah. she has to do, which at first I was irritated with, but then I remembered that Shazam exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's so that's, it's, cute. it's yeah. not, it's not an uncommon trope, yeah. but yeah. So when she transforms, she has, uh, uh, June has her hands on the table and you see the enchantress's hands come up from underneath, grasping her hands and then flipping and just becoming yeah the, and I, yeah I agree that I thought was that really was an cool. amazing effect and really really uh, really cool and demonstration of uh, of power where Amanda Waller which she was actually pretty good as much I I, I almost forgot that she was good because the movie just annoyed me yeah. so much but where she's like go fetch it girl and she comes back with like Iranian secrets because yeah. she's like yeah of course I could go do that. like I thought that was a really I'm mean, like if they made a good movie that had those scenes in it that'd be like wow those are really cool but unfortunately it was in this movie I don't know if we've already established that. Um, the uh, the Australian guy that throws boomerangs is also uh, really into pink unicorns. Ooh, I have a whole thing with that. Yeah, uh, which, pink unicorn. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's really good. I don't. Well, okay. Well, you know, I'll, John, I'll wait John, on that. John, I'll wait quirky. on that. But, Johnny's quirky. Did you yeah, pick up I'm, on that? I'm sure he the is. The title card said he was quirky. Yeah. Again, a character <laughs> that like did not need to be there. Nope. That ba- was barely in the did movie. Did nothing. You know, he was good at standing next to red shirt. That was yeah. sick. So, 
I'm just, oh my God, there's just, this movie is such a mess. It's hard to just sort of dial in on, on, you know, going through point by point. Wait, let's just, before we just completely, because I don't think we're going to really get back to him that much, other than that he robbed every bank in Australia at least once. One of the worst lines of dialogue that's ever happened. Did he actually do anything in the movie? Well, okay. So here's, here's my big thing with him. Uh, What he did do. So what he did do is at one point, his, his uh, boomerangs provide surveillance and then he's responsible for slip, not getting killed. Which was yeah, a, I remember a really that lost thing. But the thing that irritates me about him immensely. So during the uh, title card things, the, the fancy graphics that show up on screen, it mentions for him it says fetishes, pink unicorn. Oh, God, then you see it again later when the whole like gear up scene. So right. everyone is everyone is convinced by Amanda Waller to uh, participate in whatever. There's not a job at the time that they're initially brought together. The job shows up because Enchantress immediately is a turncoat. They're supposed to do, I don't, I'm not even clear exactly what they were supposed to do. She was on a mission with flag who's right. in love with her human. Hat. Right. We got to mention that is that, is that June was in love with flag. That was, that was the other part of Amanda Waller's control of Enchantress. And it seems like Enchantress has been out for a while though. It, it, it seems like it was set up that I think Enchantress had been out long before Suicide Squad had been put together Yeah, because I think she had flag on her. So she, I think she's been doing kind of missions with flag yeah. previous to the Suicide Squad protocol or whatever the fuck it was. Flag yeah. is the military head of the Suicide Squad. In the comics, he operates sort of like that. In the, in yeah. the movie, he's this, he's like a special forces guy that they put in charge of the Suicide Squad to control them. I guess. And I mean, also, I know that's right, but it just, it doesn't, yeah. Oh. And also he's he's in love with the human half of Enchantress. Right. So they get, they get kind of, things go sideways on a mission. And I think the idea is that um, he didn't have the heart close enough nearby because Enchantress has always been trying to get away. Mm-hmm. I think at one point he just kind of let, let, he didn't have his hand on the heart. So she got out and then. Well, what happens? They were supposed to set up a bomb. Yeah. For some reason. I, 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 and I'm just saying, I honestly don't remember. I don't remember either. They're supposed to set up a bomb. Yeah. She bails. She, no, she woke up one night. They said, Oh, up, that's it. Yeah. yeah. See, Sorry, that's what I'm missing. She wakes up one night and says, Enchantress in her sleep. Rick Flag doesn't have the heart near enough by, so she fucks off. And now it's official. She's evil. Yeah. Well, she, I don't she, know how it works, but th- that's, no, what they, that's the way they she's, set it up. She's evil. She goes into where Amanda Waller has some of her other shit because a, Enchantress has a brother. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And she yeah. steals this totem that contains, yeah. that's what actually causes the event that makes the Suicide Squad be necessary, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, well, I mean, here's the problem is, it, one, it doesn't make sense, and two, I don't even want it to because it's crap. Like, it's not even, it's, okay, so, okay, fine, Enchantress, she's evil, so it sets up the Suicide Squad needs to form together. Okay. Why is Harley there? Yeah, again. Let's just, sorry, just let's just well, that's get back what, to the that's, main. She's a lady with a bat. Well, so the the first trailer that inspired them to hire the trailer park to yeah. cut the rest of this together. Which, by the way, what a great name. Just let me. Let me yeah. Wait, very, wait, very you, inventive. You hit it out of the park there, but boys. But I was honestly very interested in the first trailer because the first trailer made it seem like the Joker was the villain. And that they were sending in these other villains to get the Joker. Which would have been a much more interesting movie. Which would have been way better. And also would have made sense that Harley was somehow involved. Yeah. But in the later trailers. Also would allow Boomerang Guy to make sense. Right. Because you're dealing with a a human to some degree uh, uh, thing. But then when I saw the later trailers and what the movie ended up being is the same old a laser being shot or a beam, energy beam of some kind being shot into the clouds and something magical happening and I got to stop that. 
Yeah. This otherworldly thing. And that's certainly what's happening. Enchantress gets out, gets her brother, and is upset that they're not being worshipped anymore because they were gods. So now mankind worships machines. So she's going to build a machine to destroy them all to show them. Now, let me let me recount here because I, I retort. I think what they were doing, because I was very confused about this, and actually, I sat down and thought about it for a while. They kept saying they're going to destroy the armies mm-hmm. with that machine. That's going to destroy all the armies. I don't know what that accomplishes, but it, I think it's important because they said it a couple of times. I don't know what, like, so if they don't have armies, they can be worshipped. Like, are they getting more worshippers? They or? basically, yeah, they basically want worshippers, which is is all that I got from it, is that they were upset that, yeah. Their power wasn't being, they weren't being worshipped. So what is what is getting rid of the armies have to do with them being worshipped? To show how powerful they are, I guess. All right. I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's an answer, but I'm very not happy with it. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. So, so the, the, she puts her brother's soul into a guy and then he becomes this powerful being that destroys the subway and all these people, kills all these people. And Amanda Waller is like, great. Let's activate the Suicide Squad to go in and get them because who gives a shit if these people die? So they finally have uh, a mission. And the way they keep the Suicide Squad in check, and part of the reason I, I suppose they're called Suicide Squad, is they put these nano machines or these nano explosives in their neck. Yes. That will blow them up. And an elderly Italian man explained in a very fast voice. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that was micro machines. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but that... that um, They'll blow up if they disobey or something happens and people have different iPhones that can control whether or not that happens. Amanda Waller is watching them. Uh, and then if they let Rick Flagg die, their keeper die, they all die. Yeah. Which is very video gamey, escort mission kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But so with that, as that's basically being explained to them. So there's this gearing up scene where they basically get all their old stuff oh, back. Oh, fucking A, that bo- Oh, yeah. Sorry. So I feel like I started talking about this and then I bailed on it. Oh, please continue, because th- th- I don't know that a scene has annoyed me more in the history of film. Than the, okay, than well, the it's basically just scene. well, it's basically just the the um, the Captain Boomerang scene. As I've already established, or as has already been established, Captain uh, Captain Boomerang in his uh, uh, graphic thing says, you know, fetishes pink unicorns. In the gearing up scene, you see him pull a pink unicorn out of his gear, stuff it into his coat. Later, when they're on the mission, the pink unicorn falls out. He picks it back up, puts it in his coat. Later on, he gets stabbed and you, you're going like, oh, the pink unicorn stopped it. Pulls out money. Money is what stopped the well, knife. I, yeah. That was all just set up for nothing. And it wasn't even this like, it it didn't like build up nothing where it felt like it was subverting something like, oh, you expected this and it was money. It it didn't work. It just felt like, wait, that's the payoff? I was so lost by that. Because you never yeah. saw them pick up money or. Yeah. it, it That was genuinely weird yeah again just the the other, poor editing of this the other movie. gearing up the scene is uh yeah harley putting on clothes and every everybody's like Goo! yeah oh just yeah like every guy in this movie is just just a cock monster yeah like, it just, well just harley quinn in 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 general is just is that in this movie is is just they can't figure out what to do with her she's supposed to be this like tough independent woman but she's being, you know, she's completely in this abusive relationship being controlled by the Joker. She's like a gangster's mall kind of thing. She dresses sexy, not not as a statement of her own independence or anything like that. It just feels gross. It yeah, just feels I, like because she's eye candy. It really, it just, it took everything that was neat about that character away. Yeah. Let me just, 
I mean, just to pick a few few things out, the this is not the movie's fault, but did you really need to mention that our doctor name is Harleen Quinzel? I know that's yeah. I, that's canon, but yeah. you didn't need to mention it. No. I know this movie. That's, I mean, that's one of the many things I don't like this, about that. This character. movie doesn't have taste, but yeah. like, come on, you don't need. But like, it just it's embarrassing. It's one of those things you just kind of try to forget about characters. Yeah. Um, okay, so flashback. Harleen Quinzel thinks she can save the Joker, which in the in the books is actually or the cartoon really interesting because it is the Joker just showing how brilliant he is and and just basically brainwashing a brilliant yeah. psychologist. Mm-hmm. In the in the in the movie, she has smart people glasses on and then falls yeah. in love with Mr. J. Yeah. She has smart people glasses on, John. She yeah. doesn't wear glasses when she's Harley Quinn, because I guess acid cures your eyes. No, it's 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 clearly Christmas Jones, Denise Richards as a nuclear scientist oh, in the yes. James Bond movie. Yes. It's that. It's it's she doesn't and it's it's not necessarily the fault of Margot Roby. Um, I'm, I'm trying to cut her the benefit of the doubt Oh, she because I, I, she I feel bad for her. There's nothing she could have done. Yeah, yeah. That, that at no point is this character presented as anything other than that, as other than this foil for the Joker. And someone needs to sit Jared Leto down, take Jared Leto to Jared Leto rehab and just be like, <laughs> stop what you're doing. Like yeah. do the whatever, whatever the Clockwork Orange thing is and just make him watch oh, his own Ludovico movies treatment. and yeah. just be like, stop doing that. Yeah, he's got, he's got like, uh, who's the guy that did Brown Bunny? Uh, Vincent Gallo. Yeah, he's got Vincent Gallo disease. We're yeah. just like, oh, you got to get the fuck over yourself. So, yeah, kid. someone is yeah, telling yeah. him he's doing good, and that needs to stop. Yeah. So, I just the Harley thing, but the suiting up scene. Okay, so they suit up, and they see some of the kind of the classic nods to the Harley character, which you know, I was like, oh, that's fine. But I'm already, you know, the movie's already killed me at this yeah. point. Then they introduce her big mallet. Yay, big mallet! So of course, the rest of the movie, she's got a baseball bat. Yeah. You never just, see it again. Why do you? I just. I, I know it's small, but it's like the the whole movie is that. Just these. Well, it's these, these lingering shots on things that don't matter. Another great example of that: Deadshot's mask. Yeah. That he puts on occasionally. Now I can totally see, because I believe this character was Will Smithed up. Yeah. That you're like, well, if you want Will Smith in this movie, you're not going to have him wear a mask. You want to see Will Smith? That like his mask he puts on randomly. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't grant him any additional powers or anything. It's just a thing he puts on sometimes. No. Hey, why come you don't wear your mask? Because when I put with a mask, people gonna die. People die anyway. Yeah, I know. Like that's your job is to murder yeah. people. So like, and again, I don't care. That, like that makes sense. Like intrinsically to a character, fine. But you're a movie that you know you can't cover Will Smith's face. Don't have that dialogue or that mask in the fucking movie. But it's also that that character doesn't care that people are going to die. That's yeah. what he does. That's his whole thing. Is he supposed to be immoral? The character that does care if people die is this Inferno guy. So Inferno, who I, I if you are a nerd is that and like the name? comics, I I don't even know uh, because I, I thought I, his name was Pyro. Pyro is a Marvel character, so oh, I don't think I that don't may think that may be exactly is, what I've done it. wrong. Uh, Though, by the way, if you look at the cast, uh, t-shirt vendors build like six at all the cast listings, which is really weird. That is very bizarre. Well, there's also a guardsman that several times I went, "Is that Mads Mikkelsen?" And it was oh, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. not Mads Mikkelsen, and it just made me angrier and angrier every time. There's also a character named Panda Man. I was just looking at Panda Man. Yeah, I don't know who most of these people are. Uh, the the, uh, the Diablo. I'm sorry, Diablo is his is his name. Diablo. Wow, we were both. Yeah, yeah I mean that's how much we really care about. Yeah. Uh, well, so Diablo's whole thing is that he was a gang member and he inadvertently like burned his house down and his family killed his family, 
and has sort of sworn to never do it again. Uh, like to not be involved with taking the life again. But this, but Amanda Waller, they force him into doing this. They're like, you're going to be a part of this because you have this this extra special power to make fire. Yeah. Which I liked. They kind of touched on this a little bit and I kind of like this. Occasionally you would see him do cool things with the fire like spell out bye. Uh, oh, yeah. Fire he, he had know, like the like, lady dancing. Has little lady dancing. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. So his whole thing was that he didn't want to he didn't want to kill anyone. Whereas Will Smith was he that was his job. He does not give a shit. But yeah, when he's like, "Oh, I wear the mask, people die." Why do you care whether or not you're wearing the mask? That's your job. You don't seem to give a shit. So they get they gear up. They go to um, they get on a copter. That's when Katana shows up. Katana is this character that has a sword that murdered her husband, and his soul is trapped in it, and so. She uses it to kill people to trap their souls. I don't, I don't get the, I don't yeah. I, and get, I, honestly, I, I honestly don't know anything about that character. And so like all they presented doesn't make sense. It does make sense in the sense that you have somewhat of a meta human character, someone with some kind of extra ability to police everyone beyond, even beyond the blowing up stuff in the neck and, uh, Rick flag, who's the head of this thing. You do have a, a cooler of sorts. That it's overkill, but it does make some sense. No, I'm fine with her being there. There, I just the the character. The character doesn't. Yeah, there's not enough setup because, like, I actually later they show the sword glowing. Yeah, and I'm like, oh shit, it actually does collect souls. Like, I thought that was like kind of mythical backstory because at no point in this movie did I think I, I don't know. It just didn't feel. It just didn't make sense. But that's I guess just, maybe because I don't know the character. That's this yeah. whole movie is yeah. is missed opportunities and excuse me shorthand that they've replaced that they think is character. Development. Oh yeah. And just awful dialogue. Sorry. I just found uh, two bits of awful dialogue shortly before the, uh, this scene, uh, the guard doing the clear my browser history joke. Yeah, that's okay. So Griggs, who has, Griggs. as we've mentioned, yeah. they've, they've set up several times at one point when they're trying to recruit, they give Deadshot a gun and Deadshot points at, at Griggs and he's like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. If he kills me, shoot him in the head and then clear my browser history. Yeah. Which that just felt like them going ad lib something. Yeah. And, oh. And then, uh, so this is right before the, the, um, because I just, I just want to clear my notes before you get into the main thrust of how bad this movie is. Rick Flag, these guys are anti, so these guys are psychotic antisocial freaks. Such natural dialogue. Oh, script, yeah. right? Oh, my fucking. That so, happens so much, uh, particularly at like the climax of the movie. They're, they're, they're about to be sent out on the first thing. Katana gets introduced. No, oh. uh, I can't stress this enough. This is 45 minutes into this yeah. movie that like something is actually fucking happening. Yeah. All right. So Slipknot gets introduced here. Oh, okay. Yeah. This uh. is, these are the notes that I have going of like, oh, I have to make sure we get back to Slipknot because we referenced him earlier. Yeah. Let me look up that actor real quick because I actually like that actor because he's in Smoke Signals. Well, actually, while you're looking him up, here's a note I made that one of the downsides of this film is that there's too many that guy actors in this movie that like roles where there should be no one. So like the guard is somebody. I One, I realized Croc is Mr. Echo from Lost or Simon out of BC. But um, yeah. also Hoyt from True Blood is the Joker's second man. Um, the cop from Orphan from Black is in it. Uh, Common's in it. Like there's all the- Yeah, that was the thing. Like Common was very- And that scene was awful. So Common shows up in the in Harley Quinn's flashback, which is- This movie has flashbacks within flashbacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when their flashback to Harley Quinn's relationship with the Joker, she is working as a stripper in some club the Joker owns. Because he's basically just a fancy 
mobster. Wait, you know, was she just working as a stripper or is she just like... Just There's dancing? other strippers doing a thing. So yeah. she's if she's not working, she's just I couldn't stripping. figure out if that was supposed to be like... Out of yeah, love, yeah. For, the, oh, out of love for the game. Yeah, it's not, yeah. But yeah, so she's stripping and Common plays this other gangster that shows up. But he's kind of like, he's got shit in his face. He's dressed like Dennis Rodman. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And the whole time I'm going, is that Common? What, yeah. Why is he... Why is he, what is he doing in here? Is that character going to become something? And then, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It's just the casting of it's weird. Like, they just cast, like, way too, like, way too known faces for roles that don't do anything. And to me, I maybe it's just me, but I find that distracting. Yeah. It, it just, if you're going to have it. Because you think it's going to be more than it is. Yeah. And it's, it's, not, it's not just like a one-off cameo, like Steve Buscemi in an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. So Slipknot is played by Adam Beach, who's a Native American actor, probably most known for Smoke Signals. Um, I think he was also in Wind Talkers. Oh, okay. Uh, But I think he's actually a decent actor. So Slipknot's whole thing, like, they're getting geared up, and they're like, oh, yeah, bring him in. Here's Slipknot. He can climb anything. No graphic, no anything. They just say that, and he shows up. yeah, my note here is, why did they just do nine hours of backstory, then they just add new assholes? Well, because as soon as he showed up, I'm like, well, this guy is dead. This guy is immediately dead. And then they they didn't give a graphic to Katana either, but... They gave her no, a I backstory. Think, no, no, she got a graphic. No, she did not. Oh, I thought she did. No, because oh. they they just they gave her a backstory. His just like this is a guy that can climb shit. Okay, that's I, yeah. all you know about him. I think and sure you- enough, as soon as they land, as soon as they land, well, they don't land. They are flying a helicopter in, and they get shot down. And this is again another example of the bad editing because they get shot down, and there's at no point does, is danger actually felt. They kind of oh, shake yeah. and they just get out of the copter like whoo. That was a thing. Yeah, completely fine. Like yeah. the same way that you, like if you're on a plane, turbulence happens. Yeah. Um, and they hop out. Captain Boomerang goes up to Slipknot. It's like, oh boy, we should get out of here. Basically like, what's keeping us here? I don't even remember what his whole spiel was. But he he, it, was it was, we're free here. There's no, the, these bombs are not bullshit. It's, oh yeah. You know, yeah that the was, the, that was the bombs are just psyops. Yeah. And so Slipknot's like, hey, that's true. Shoots a grappling hook, flies up. They immediately blow up his head. That's yeah. it. That's his one job. His literally, yeah, I made him, because I had a whole thing here of like, why is this guy here? Why does he just get introduced? I'm like, oh, climby guy was just there to demonstrate the bomb. Yeah. Red shirt. Like they yeah. could have done that with anyone. Like, in fact, if you did that with somewhat of a more established character, like Captain Boomerang, and when I say established character, to nerds. Like yeah. if you, if you like, hey, nerds, here's Captain Boomerang. Now he's dead. Yeah. That's at least has some weight because certainly he didn't and we do spent, anything. And we spent a few seconds with him. Yeah, like, exactly. We, yeah, yeah. You brought up um, this guy specifically just to die. Yeah, now that we're in in the world where we're about to try to beat up the Mexican gods, the uh, the the male of those two mm-hmm. looks like shit. Oh, it yeah. It looks like that bad Thor armor. Remember when you fought the the, the bad armor in Thor yeah. 1, the Destructor armor? Yeah, yeah. It, like, just video gaming as fuck. Sorry, I just needed to point. Like, no, it's, I'm not, it's I should apologize. really bad. I feel like I'm nitpicking because everything's terrible, but it's like, that's the main bad guy. Well, I and will he say, looks terrible. I will say this. So when Enchantress escapes, Enchantress is this dark figure when she's the Enchantress. Like yeah. she's covered in, she just looks slimy. Like she crawled out of a swamp and she's she's covered in like this dark smoke. When she rescues her brother, Amanda Waller's like, well, that's bullshit. Starts stabbing the heart a whole bunch. She goes to her brother like, you need to save me. Brother starts giving her power. And then she just looks like, I don't know, Evil Lynn from He-Man. Yeah, totally. Like it's just this, which also is clearly just that actress's face CG'd onto a CG body. Like the face does not match the body at all. Oh, is that the true? Mo- oh, I mean, well, yeah. I, that's my guess because it looks unnatural. It does yeah. look like it's they put her in an outfit and made her dance around. It, yeah. 
I mean, I, like it's, it did look shit, so I, that could be it. I just, I, I was so kind of spirit broken. Like, this yeah. is, at this point, well, because film, nothing makes sense in this movie. I, I looked and, like, oh, God, there's still so much time left. Yeah. That I was like, maybe I should just stop it for the night. And I, but I didn't want to start it up again because I didn't know if I had, like, that kind of, that kind of willpower. Well, that was, like, I was watching it on, on HBO and I, I looked at the time elapsed. I was like, okay, because I, that's when I realized 45 minutes in, we're meeting these people. You know, it's 45 minutes slash. 146. I'm like, this movie's not even two hours? That's kind of ballsy. Oh, no, wait. That's how much is left. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God, he's brutal. So we finally, we get into, we get the, the, the reveal that their mission is they're going to go and they have to rescue a high value target from this area that's, there's zombies. Basically. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so it's under attack from the, they knew an event happened and the Enchantress is there. Yeah. Because their, their helicopter gets shot down and you're like, who is shooting down your helicopter? I still don't know who is shooting down the helicopter. Well, it's the zombies. So basically. But why, but why do they have guns sometimes and not guns others? Yes. Okay. Uh, good, good point. Yeah. yeah. The Enchantress can make an army out of whoever. Um, and there are these zombies and I actually kind of like the effect cause they have this no, pulsing, they, cool. they have yeah. this pulsing head and these pustules growing yeah. out of it. It was, it was very kind of creepy and effective. It looks kind of like Lovecrafty. I, it was hard to like though, because it's in this movie. Well, yeah. and also because it just, it created this very convenient cannon fodder. They make the army because, uh, eventually in fighting these guys and that fight scene is just ridiculous. Um, because you, they're trying to show off that everyone has these powers and can do stuff. And Harley Quinn's bashing people with with bats because it's not just them. They're there with like special forces people. Yeah. And they're shooting guys. And then at one point, like Deadshot just gets up on a cop car and just shoots everybody. And everyone is is in awe of what he does. You no, know, I I don't even want to admit this. I kind of like that part. It was kind of yeah. Neat, like but I, I hate I hate that I like. But it was it. also like that's why you brought him. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah but at the same point. time, you know, you're seeing a professional in action. I I get it. But so that's that's happening. And then you. Some of the special forces guys that are with them get taken away. And all these zombies are really particularly after Rick Flagg. But you see the, the zombies take some other special forces away. And then you see that the Enchantress turns them into these zombies by basically making out with them. Yeah. She has to do that with every character. That's not an efficient way to make an army. No, I mean, it's, it's cool. Not. You can make army out of nothing. But like, yeah. because her powers are so ill-defined, that's weird that you decided. You just said something very important to the annoyance of this film. They're after Rick Flagg, yeah. particularly. Because you mentioned before that this is a video game level. Yeah, this is an escort of, mission. So, of course, the guy you have to keep alive is the one they're after. It is such yeah. hack writing. Yeah. And I, I just, I need to put a pin right there because that is, that's video game logic, which is fine for a video game because, you know, that's what they're there for. Right. Not a fucking giant Hollywood, in very heavy quotes, blockbuster. But yeah, so they're after him because the Enchantress... I think the logic is that because she loves him as a human. Because June Moon, or yeah. June, I forget what her name Because June loves him. Yeah. I yeah just, she's I, afraid of him. Just just really needs to be pointed out because it's so fucking stupid. Well, yeah, that's uh, every, so they fight the guys and they're going to go find this high value target who's in this, this uh, office building. And during that whole skirmish, Diablo, again, this fire guy, Will Smith, like he doesn't want to fight at all. They're giving him shit about it, about how like you're not you're not doing anything. You're yeah. standing there. So Will Smith tries to egg him on to get him to use his fire powers, and he does. And okay, they decide it would make sense if it took place over time, but it happened so quickly. Yeah, 
that it's this again this this assumed character growth that isn't really there. Yeah, undeserved character growth. Yeah, where he just he just does it and it's like, "Bro, you made me do this again." And Will Smith's like, "Oh, I tried to get you there, bro." F- what is it? Phil Jackson, he drops yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was 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 that a uh, I am legend reference where he stops and looks at the Oh mannequins? god. I that's the only thing I that will excuse that because that is so stupid. They are so they're going through the city and and then Will Smith sees a set of mannequins that reminds him of his family. Is that what that was supposed to be? I better be. Because so in in I Am Legend, which I will argue, Will Smith does a better job than that movie deserves. Like, I actually enjoyed his performance in that movie. Oh, yeah, For as shitty as it was. Because he, he, the whole idea with that movie is that he's like the last remaining human. There's vampires, these sort of vampire monsters everywhere. And he like makes mannequins that are his friends. And that was kind of effective and and creepy and, and sad. I don't think this movie's smart enough to to do that. I think it was just like, no, he sees a small mannequin and that makes him think of his daughter. I think you're right. The only reason I want it to be the other way is because in that movie, he walks by a billboard that says Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And that was the prescient thing yeah. that Batman versus Superman was going to come out and that this was the response. I, I will say the same later. thing that I said that I essentially said during Fifth Element is that you're giving it the movie way too much. Oh, credit. I wasn't giving it that. It's just I'm just so desperate to like something yeah. at this point that it's just like water in a desert. So it's just like, oh, is that what that meant? Oh, could it be something? Ugh. But um, well, so the whole time this is happening, I suppose I should mention is that the Joker, the Joker's has met with this Griggs guy, the the guard we mentioned before. And has given him a cell phone to give to Harley. So basically, he can track Harley's location and try to. Go oh, get that's her right. Later. I forgot about this. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it happens here or later where there's this flashback to them. The the Joker is Her like, creation scene is right here. I have notes on that. Yeah. yeah. And now this I'm largely unfamiliar with in terms of the, the actual creation of, of Harlan Quinzel. I did not know that this yeah. happened. So they're at the Ace Chemical Plant, which is where, depending on what version of the Joker you're going for, this is where he was created. And he basically tells her you know, will you give yourself to me? Will you live for me? And she, to to demonstrate that, she jumps into the same vat of chemicals that he went into. And then he follows her in there. And then there's like, they're kissing as like red and blue paint is yeah. swirling around them. It doesn't make any sense because she doesn't get the green hair or anything that he does. Yeah, her her facial color doesn't change. Yeah, it's very, it's just mild. And what's melting? Because like it's something like it, her I eyes aren't even no, red at all. It does like, not matter. I don't. I know this is a small thing, but like that's like I don't even understand what that's supposed to be. No, the, I, neither do I. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Other than cinematic, I mean, it's literally yeah. just like oh, it's, this will it's look just cool. like yeah, that would look really neat. They're trying to paint it as romantic that he's jumping in after her. He just convinced her to jump into acid for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. This movie is kind of positing that, like, she's right to feel like a, like, she's, she's no, right he, to act like a slut monster she, because she, she is worth nothing and Mr. J is right. He does love her. Yeah. He does genuinely love her. There's the flashback. They get the high-value target. Oh, that's right. The high-value target first. is Amanda Waller. Oh, my God. Yeah, so she's there, and she mercilessly murders other people that are in the office with her because they didn't have clearance to be in that office running the suicide squad? I don't know, but that scene would have been cool at a better movie. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but so they get her, and then they're getting ready to to get a, a helicopter out. Yeah. They're going to get a helicopter out, but then the helicopter is acting funny. And it's revealed, no, the Joker has hijacked this helicopter, <clears throat> which Harley Quinn gets on a rope and like to get carried away by them and immediately starts doing stripper poses because why, why not? Yeah. Because- 
teenage boys. And Amanda Waller is like, you need to murder, you need to kill her. Because they have, they've been able to neutralize the thing in her neck, the bomb in her neck. So they, so Amanda Waller can't just blow her up. So she's like, Deadshot, you need to kill her. And Deadshot's like, no, because. Like they've tried to establish this kind of friendship between them, but not in any way that's meaningful or that works. Well, he didn't actually say no. What he did was miss the shot. And then he goes, oh, I guess I missed. Yeah. Again, the same <sighs> thing. Like they, they try to set up a relationship between the two. Because Deadshot yeah. knows that she has the phone. It's like, you're going to get me out of here too, right? And she's like, oh, sure. But there's not, it doesn't, it does, again, yeah. this unearned thing where, yeah. where they, it's just, it's decided now that, no, they're, they're actually friends. Yeah. This is how we're showing you they're friends. Not yeah. that they became friends. This is just how we're showing well, you. Well, this is how they start because then they just start bludgeoning you over the head with the term and like Harley starts going, yeah, my friends. Yeah. This, he misses the shot, but you are with, surrounded by not only the Suicide Squad, but other Special Forces guys. Only Deadshot can take that shot. Oh, it's true. Yeah, it wasn't a like no one is shot. like, hey, everyone, let's throw all our firepower at this thing. I mean, frankly, I'm pretty sure I could have hit her from there. Like, yeah, I mean, anyone could have. Yeah. But so, yeah, so the thing goes down, the, the cutter goes down, and then, because Will, Will Smith has promised visitation with his daughter if he shoots her. Yeah. And he still doesn't. Even though that's established that that's the only thing he cares about is his daughter. But for some reason, he doesn't want to shoot this woman. I forget what the sort of – there's a little bit of a blue – like a, a hero blue screen of death that happens after that. Because I forget why they why they all go to the bar, why they decide that none of this is going to matter. They I, just went, we can't do this. I think I think the idea – I think it was because they already kind of broke the promise. Like, oh, you're not going to get – you're not you know, you're not going to let us go anyway. So fuck this. Let's just go. Okay. Sure. I think that's what happened. So, yeah. So they're told basically they can't – they're not really going to get anything out of this. So they all decide, screw it. I'm not – I'm not going to go try to fight this magical person. So they all decide to quit. Harley is still, because they've got Amanda Waller. There's no other way out. Because I don't know why. Yeah. Amanda Waller gets shot down and then she gets kidnapped by by the evil ladies. Right. I think they're trying to get her back still. I think that's actually the, the mission didn't change. And then they're like, fuck that. You know, we, she, you know, we can't. I think well, that's. We, yeah, we've already been shown that this doesn't matter. So they have this sort of like defeated moment where they're all just sort of giving up. And they just go to have drinks. Harley is shown back up. Harley's like, oh, hey, guys. She meets them at the foot yeah. of the tower, basically. And it's like, oh, I just watched what apparently is supposed to be the love of my life die. And I'm largely unaffected by it. Yeah. Because I'm crazy when the movie needs me to be. And so they go have – they go, like, just drown their sorrows in drinks. You know how the entire beginning of this movie slammed you over the head with the soundtrack? Yeah. How is there not a song – in that scene. Yeah. That is the, like, that scene screams yeah. to have soundtrack. And it's, I think they've got like a diegesic, like jukebox playing in the background, maybe. But it's not hitting you over the head. No. And, and it's just, it's the exact scene that it infuriated me. No one paid attention to tone when they yeah. ended this movie. No. And it's, ugh, yeah. Flag has kind of beaten himself up because he loves June and this is, this is all terrible. Oh that, that, God, that that's that. right. Yeah. Because then Harley Quinn is yelling at everyone because we're not normal, you guys. We we're the weirdos. We yeah. don't we don't get to have that life, even though later she completely imagines that life. But she's saying we can't do this. And then Inferno gives his whole speech about why he is the way he is, because he accidentally killed his wife and his and his family. And it's like now we're getting this guy's backstory. Yeah, this guy that's been a non-entity this whole time. 
And we know that he's decided not to murder anyone. He's We've seen footage of him murdering people in a prison already. And so it makes sense that he might be like, no, that's too much for me. But then the movie tries to tie it to him killing his wife and, and family. Yeah. But even though we've already seen him do it after the fact. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think the part that you're missing is that uh, this movie was was written by a bunch of drunk. Just apparently just, they they were talking the bar bonding. And that's when they start doing kind of the term friends start showing yeah. up. Like now it's like, oh, we're friends. And it's just this, it, it, what's, what's the un, what undeserved, what do you call it? Undeserved growth. Yeah. That's it. This is the scene that it just yeah. like, I just discussed it. It's like, really, this is like, this is your turning the corner. You're going to shove this down. Ugh. This whole thing basically is going to end with me recommending uh, Gail Simone's Secret Six, the comic book Secret Six by Gail Simone, which includes Deadshot and uh, uh, Bane, Catman. But it's, it's again, a group of supervillains and they don't get along. They, they, they're like, they're together for a common goal and they backstab and screw each other over. And that's interesting and good. This is just people deciding already like, well, we're in this bad situation. Let's just make the best of it. Them all being villains. It doesn't matter at no point other than the guy, other than Captain Boomerang making Slipknot kill himself. At no point is there any like backstabbing or really like trying to get one over on. They're just there. They're oh, just yeah. soldiers. No, they're all like really good people. Yeah. Like, if you think about and it. And it's, <laughs> they really missed a huge opportunity yeah. there. So there's no drama between them. And so then when they're just like, it's, it's just a, a fucking sports movie halftime speech. It's yeah, just totally, Al Pacino. Yeah. Life is a game of inches. Yeah. And they decide like, oh, you know what? We should try harder. Yep. Even though there's no real, inc- there's barely an incentive for anyone. The, the only the only part that made sense about that was Harley going, well, what else do you got to do? Yeah. That's the only part I'm like, well, eh, that actually kind of makes sense yeah. to the character. Okay, fine. Like that's, but everything, I just, and Boomerang guy going along is the worst of all. Cause like at no point is there any redemption for him. It's just randomly like, oh, I guess this asshole decides to risk his life. Yeah, and he doesn't do anything assholes. for anybody. He yeah. doesn't, he's, he's really, there's no reason for him to be there. But so they decide to get the the they have a few drinks and decide that no we're gonna we're gonna see this mission through. So they go to where the bad guy is and they have a fight, basically. Okay, what we're gonna do? There turns out there's still bombs in that subway that we oh, left yeah. before. Right. But they're all underwater, so you yeah. gotta find if only there was somebody in our group that could be underwater. Killer Croc uh, is going to lead these other uh, special forces guy under the water to set this. Yeah, we need to we need to have off. a reason for him to be here. And he says this: "I live under the ground. Y'all are just tourists." Yeah. What does that even mean? I think that I think that guy saw uh, the Dark Knight Rises and just you know Bane's like, "I live. In, <laughs> yeah. I was born in the darkness." Oh. It's yeah, it's a way to make him sound tough, and it just it doesn't work. But it's also just this. Oh, that's convenient. That yeah. The one guy we have that hasn't oh, totally. done yeah, anything. Yeah. Just what a other than take off his too. hood occasionally. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, boy, he played with it. He he dramatically raised and lowered that hood quite a bit. Oh yeah, that's how they're gonna. That's how they're gonna take out the the evil ladies, the, the evil brother. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the brother. Yeah, you're working the brother first. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because you form this team to fight metahumans. And that's your solution. Something yeah. that essentially anyone could have done is to blow him up. Why bother with the no, superhuman guys? It's, like, why not just have criminals? Like, it, I don't. Or what, no, but why not just have people, soldiers? Like, what, right? Exactly. Enti- this entire concept is dumb. Yeah. At no point did, did them being superpowers until the end. Yeah. They're gonna blow up the guy, but to to get the superpowered 
brother to where the bomb is. Inferno digs deep. Or no, I'm sorry. Diablo digs deep and becomes an Incan god? Yeah, that was weird. At some point, he just, he just, instead of like not only just being able to control fire, he turns into a giant sort of, I don't know, Incan Aztec skeleton that's also on fire to exchange blows because you cannot have a superhero movie, apparently, without two CG things punching each other. Yeah. Which is, I again, going back to, I like the initial trailer because it seemed like it was this one thing. Then when I saw that it was, oh, it's every comic book movie, I immediately tuned out because it's always this. It's always just two CG things punching each other, which uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 just did. Uh, they built up this whole story and it ended with two CG things punching each other. Yeah. And I'm so... F- tired of that and this was and this isn't even done well well it also didn't make any sense oh yeah there was never this indication that diablo like had this power to do this i think they referenced that it wasn't him that there's a devil inside of him yeah but that made it sound like you know what i mean like that i I think but i think that's what they were going like i'm not i'm not defending it or saying it's good but i think that's what the attempt was right yeah yeah so at least they Try-ish? Yeah, I mean, but again, I'm I'm sure that there's there's a full again, but, scene. Yeah, on, again, on this movie this that. movie is so just missed opportunities, glossed over things that I am kind of curious about the director's cut. But there's so much about this movie that's bad that's not going to make that worth it. Like, there's there's nothing that you can there's no like further explanations they're going to give. They're going to make the stuff that's bad about this movie be less bad. Yeah, I some mean, of it. This is going to mitigate some of it, but not enough of it. Because I was just thinking that if if I I don't know how they would cure all the editing problems. Yeah, but even with that, then you're left with a really thin plot, not very good characters. Like I mean, there's not there's yeah, yeah. there's no there's no saving this movie. It's going to suck one way or the other, and they just managed to make it suck in the worst way. Well, I would bring up here's the reason that I'm curious is that I watched the Daredevil uh, director's cut. It was actually pretty good. Hmm. Like it it turned like a you know, C minus C movie to like, probably like a solid B minus B. Like, I mean, it, it made it like, oh, this is pretty all right. Like it, it turned it into like a pretty, not, I mean, nothing that I'd want to revisit, but it, like I had far more positive feelings leaving it. You're talking about the Ben Affleck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Ben okay. Affleck one. Which that was Ben Affleck as Batman in this, right? That's. That was Ben Affleck as Batman. Okay. Yeah. Very weird to use him in this and not use him more. Cause yeah. you've got the character. It just. I don't know. I don't know if I could sit through the director's cut. No, anyway, I couldn't. Right, I couldn't. So, it's not worth it. So Diablo kills the uh, the brother of the two. He doesn't. He oh, that's he, right. He sorry, fights sorry. him, and then the like gets him over to where the, he needs to be for the bomb to go off. Yeah. And then he beats. Then the brother starts fighting back because Diablo's used up all his power. And then they just blow both blow up. And I guess you're supposed to feel bad that Diablo is dead. Yeah, because he sacrificed because he was such a, a yeah, yeah such uh, a great character that we felt so strongly for. So this is so here's my note right here in this. Bad brother just died, and I'm still not sure what is happening plot wise. She's killing the armies? Question mark. Yeah, I don't know what so she's, she's doing. She's going to rule or something? I guess just general. Bad so guy she's stuff. yeah, she's conjuring yeah. something in the middle of of wherever they're at. They're shooting a, a beam into the sky. That debris is flying around. And that's what she's doing. She has her heart back at this point too, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, she got her. Her brother got her heart back for yeah. her. Yeah. So she was able. So she's at full power, doing the same thing she's been doing. This they yeah. made it seem like stakes were raised. The stakes were exactly the same. Nothing has changed. The fact that she has her heart back. She's just slightly more efficient 
of yeah. uh, it's like she they got a better graphics card. It's just a little bit faster. <laughs> so they uh they're fighting back. They're shooting her and, and Harley's hitting her in the head. And then uh then uh, bad witchy lady enchantress goes enough and and takes all their weapons away from them and all one yeah. fell swoop. Why did we not do this before because, your brother was murdered in front of? Because you? this is a video game. <laughs> yeah, because it's that. It's that like like. Well, you've deemed you're deemed worthy to fight me. Let's see what you got. Yeah, and you fight like okay. I see what you got, it's, but it's not enough. And that, well, yeah. There's so many like just bad edits <laughs> no, in that whole in that whole scene. Yeah, and, the, the the editing of that fight scene is fucking atrocious. So <laughs> they go through this, and she's at one point is, is controlling their minds because she's trying to. They're like trying oh, to get and she about that. she's yeah, yeah. trying to show them like. Like trying to grant their desires, sort of thing, like like uh, um, subdue them by by making them believe that they're getting what they want. And in like in Diablo's case, it's this family still alive. In Harley's case, it's that Harley is a like a 1950s housewife, uh, like with curlers in her hair and a baby, and and just looking normal. And Joker, not with Joker makeup, is kissing her and going to work. Yeah, and. Again, like if if this was a more fleshed out character, or the movie treated it that like, look how crazy this person is. That that this is what they think they want. This damaged human being that is so abused. That this is what. But no, the movie's like, yeah, isn't this cool? Like they love each other. Yeah, it's that that was particularly a particular insult. To yeah, like everything about either character. It just. Then she goes, no, it's not real. This can't be the real reality. And you got to shake yourself out of it, you know, Mr. Will Smith. Or whatever the <laughs> fuck she says. You know, two hands up on rye. She talks like a fucking waitress. Yeah. But somehow they talk themselves out of this Yeah, they just immortal do. Yeah. Which is power. Yeah, because she's, she's that, that's again, like I said, they, they her power is so ill-defined. Yeah. That they can make her not be powerful when they need to. Like, which, yeah. is, which is very convenient. So, yeah, so she depowers herself to fight them. They... They get her health bar low enough that she's like, enough, now it's time for my final form. Yeah. Yeah. That's and when then she turns into Majin and Boost. Yeah. Like, and so then Harley Quinn, like, is it like goes up to her and like, oh, I totally want to join you. Psych. And then cuts her heart out. And it, this goes back to Batman Begins, where the whole time it's been established that her heart is, is very important. That if you take her heart out, she is powerless yeah. or like you're under control. Everyone knows it. It has been explained to the audience. It's been explained to the Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn has a dramatic moment. It's like, no, I'll go along with you. Ha ha ha. No, I won't. Stabs her. Takes out her heart. Cut to Rick Flag grabbing Will Smith and going, her heart's out. Now we can finish it. Everyone knows this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Everyone, everyone absolutely understands yeah. what's going on. It's 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 video game uh, dialogue. That's yeah. like that's what somebody would come over the comms when you're like entering the building yeah. in a video game, you know. And then and then yeah, they they finally destroy her. Now let's stop just for one second before the destroyer. Where'd that sword come from? Yeah, yeah, it, uh, it b- b- because this movie's so badly edited anywhere. But was that Katana anywhere. sword? Was that supposed to be the important sword? No, it was just it was, it was just, just a knife. So there's just another sword there. Yeah, just when they when she took away all her weapons, uh, I don't because I don't think it was Katana sword because they there's also a whole. But why thing, was there swords there? Well, because there's also a whole thing where they're and this is interesting. So Harley does it like Harley like slashes her basically, yeah. and then you see uh, Enchantress kind of react, but then. For what follows, you don't see Enchantress at all. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like she, so Harley picks up a gun, throws it to Deadshot. Deadshot gets it. And like, it's a dramatic thing that he's going to shoot her. 
and he does because yeah, he's Deathshot. It's just not that yeah, big yeah, of a deal. Like really but at, at some point, you have no idea. Name. You have no idea where Enchantress is. You don't see her at oh, all. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they defeat her. And then whatever machinations she has going on, stop. And I just I'm sorry. I just I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 it I does, keep it apolog- does nothing. I keep apologizing, and I don't mean it. It's it's that I feel like I'm I'm falling into minutia too much. But it's any shot in this movie, I can mock every part. Yeah. Of it. There's just nothing. It's so aggravating on every level. It's oh yeah. And where's Boomerang guy this whole time? It doesn't matter because it, I mean. it, yeah. so why did he make it to the end? Yeah, because what's, yeah, I don't know. Why would you not just raise dramatic tension? At some it would point make it would him? make it, this would that would make sense if a Flash movie had come out and he was the villain or like a villain in it. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh, I like Boomerang guy. Yeah, but it, that did not happen. Um, he's just he's just there. So they defeat. Uh, uh, Enchantress and and Rick Flag's a little bummed out because he had to kill his girlfriend. But oh no, he didn't. Uh, June is fine. She she clears off her her gigantic she take, eyebrows. Takes and off is, the witch mask. It basically, yeah, it's just mud that she wipes away, and oh, it's all fine. I I was so annoyed at this movie already, but that just that was just insult to injury. That yeah. was so shitty. And then guess who else is still alive? Everybody. Amanda Waller is still alive. Oh, well, that's not even where I was going. Oh, oh I forgot. No, I was going to say when the Joker shows back up. Oh yeah, well, well, oh boy. So, <laughs> so Amanda Waller's still alive because they're all like they defeat the bad guy. Like, well, we're done here. Like, I'm going to steal a car. I'm going to get out of here. Fuck all this. Yeah. And then Amanda Waller shows back up, who's who's been the prisoner of the Enchantress, and and is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, you're not. You're going back to to Bell Reeve with what I promised, with a reduced sentence. And they even bring up that. Boomerang guy's like 10 years off, uh, like three life sentences. Oh, yeah. And fuck that line because it's a clever line and I hated him for it. Well, I don't want to like anything. But it's also movie. like you're just realizing this now. This was the same deal at the beginning. Oh, no. That's right. Like, because he's kind of an idiot. So yeah. I thought that was like, oh, oh that fair was enough. fun. I just, yeah. And it annoyed me because I don't want to like anything. But then, but then like Will Smith gets to visit his daughter. They, yeah. they worked on it. Oh, but, but wait, sorry. I know we're going out of order, but really quick. He visits his daughter and teaches her how to murder people with a gun. Yeah, basically. Because she, yeah. he's, tr- he's helping with a math problem again. Like she lives in a crappy apartment. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently he's very bad with money, and she's he's trying to teach her geometry, but th- but he's like, no, it's the hypotenuse. But you know, sometimes that can change depending on wind resistance and the curve yeah. of the earth. Yeah, he's teaching her how to murder after she's told him like she's upset that he murders people. Yeah, sorry, I just needed to point that out because that's that's this movie that we're watching. That's our heroes, and yeah. and they go back to 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 Bell Reeve. And what's frustrating about that is so there's this whole building off of um was it joseph campbell's the hero's journey yeah or whatever that dan Harmon, the the you know writer director nerd um basically had a whole thing with that about like how you how you portion out writing a little script in terms of hitting these points and basically that it starts off with like being a hero stuff happens and it ends with the hero returns to where he started having changed yeah no one has changed no one has learned anything it does not matter what just happened. Well, no. All that happened, Will Smith got, got to see his daughter, but Har- no discernible change has happened. Harley got a cappuccino machine. Okay. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. But so, so they're all back in Bellary when like their situation is mildly different. In fact, yeah. Captain Boomerang is screaming that he's back in there. So it did not matter yeah. for him. So it kind of treats you like, oh, this ironic twist, which it, it absolutely wasn't. So then you see Harley getting her espresso, whatever. And then boom. Wall blows up. She's in a cell in the middle of the room so she can do her sexy yoga. Wall blows up. These these cops seem to enter. And one of them enters her cell. They're all wearing masks. And on his uniform, yeah, in big words, it says, 
Joker. Yeah. It, and then he's taking off his mask. Who the fuck could it be? Oh, it's the Joker. Wow. Who would have guessed? Yeah, it's, it was really And then shocking. he's like, we're getting out of here, baby. And the movie ends with them hugging yeah. as as if that's good. That's the that's the that's the good story. Yeah. Uh, as if that's good. Like that's again, this their relationship is so screwed up and the movie treats it like yeah. hooray. It really is. I mean, in the end, it's 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 saying that abusive relationships work yeah. and are good. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like I understand that's the nature of of Harley and Joker's relationship throughout any other things. And it's it would make sense if it was it's not foreboding. It's not like, okay, they're together. Now things are going to get really real. It made it seem like he saved her. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a, they gave like a romantic yeah. kind of hero's happy ending to the villain couple. Yeah. I, yeah I, Even I, though he's like dead eyed and creepy at the end, it doesn't, the movie, it, the movie isn't ironically juxtaposing that. That's just how Jared Leto decided to play this, this character. And the movie went, no, that's romantic. It's not deeper than what it appears. I um I hated this movie. No, it's very bad. Like a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's so like, it, it, we've been we've been talking for close to an hour and a half about this. Good lord. And I feel like we missed a lot of the garbage in this film. Like yeah. I don't think we really even scratched the surface. As much as I hate this movie, and as bad as it is, its badness sort of raises it above the sort of anodyne superhero movies that exist. Like all Marvel stuff is pretty slick. Now I haven't seen the new Spider Man, which I, I guess is great. But I'm largely bored with Marvel movies. They're very slick. And like Civil War was so dull. Civil War was so boring. It was fine. It was a fine movie. But it's just who gives a crap? It's just yeah. they kind of they kind of know what, what they need to hit. And that's Yeah, it's it. very kind of boilerplate. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hitting the same notes every every film. This, I will say they at least tried to do something. What they tried to do was still pretty cliche and and – so like that, and they did it so badly. But I almost like that more. As much as I hate this movie, and I and I don't want to recommend this movie to anybody, its badness makes it unique compared to just the same old stuff. I, it makes it sound like I'm I'm, try, I'm like trying to cut it some slack. But it is it's special in how much I hate it. Like I saw yeah. I saw Civil War and kind of forgot about it immediately. I will probably not stop hating Suicide Squad. You know, I, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I'm already forgetting it. Like, it's already slipping from my mind. And I saw this, like, two, three nights ago. I mean, yeah. this was a recent watch for me. I don't even want to give it that. It seems like what it is is two of those movies you're describing, the Marvel movies. It seems like they just took two of those and st- and, and poorly edited it oh, into one. Yeah. And, and it's like it, – it, I don't even think it's like a unique. I, there's nothing about it. No, it's terrible. It's not like it's not like like uniquely terrible in the same way that like the room or Birdemic yeah. is. But it is this fascinatingly bad. And I probably wouldn't feel this way if I didn't know the backstory about it with like the different edits and yeah. what, and whatever. Um, See, I don't. Need, I didn't even need that backstory. It's obvious. Like from watching the film, it's yeah. obvious that there was huge editing problems. Yeah, with this but movie. I guess I guess it makes me. It makes me appreciate that at some point someone might have had an idea of how this movie was supposed to go. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree that that's that 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 would have been good, but when you get like because you're always going to be making concessions to some degree when you're when you're making a movie like a big studio movie, you know, like I said, like they feel it feels like they very Will Smithed up this character because yeah. you you're, you want to have Will Smith, but knowing that like they recut it several times is fascinating to me. Yeah. I, I, for me, I, the only thing I'd be interested in in this film is seeing the original first cut, 
Like mm-hmm. not the director's cut, not the, like just the first cut before they anybody else stepped in. Because I was curious as to what the what the original intent of the film or, was, or like a, at least an early script draft. But I mean, not curious enough to like read it. No, I would know. like someone else to find uh, an original script, read it, and then write a think piece. You're that right. Goes, that's like, exactly what I want. That's, uh, that's what all I want. right. Yeah. And then I would like to read someone else linking to that think piece, going. Turns out Suicide Squad could have been good. Yeah. And then I would have gone like, huh, okay. And then gone on with my life. Yeah, that's fine. I probably would actually read like the first like three paragraphs of the yeah. piece. Like, the, yeah, that's, the, but that's about as far as we'll go. I mean, anything else on this piece of shit? Uh, I'm glad it's a franchise we probably will not see again. I think it's, again, like we didn't get into, we didn't get into like the stupid grim dark DC world. And to some degree, this did try to subvert that a little bit. But for how like flashy and colorful the posters were, it did the it didn't translate in the movie. The yeah, movie that's about that the only stuff enough. that was. Yeah, it's like the only flashy stuff. It was the was the 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 title cards yeah. introducing these characters. It wasn't it then, wasn't yeah. as pointlessly somber as say Man of Steel. Yeah. Uh, so I will at least give it that. It 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 did not do the Christopher Nolan thing of being completely overwrought. It was overdone in terms of like we talked about the, in terms of character growth or whatever, but it didn't it, it in more of a traditional movie sense. It didn't have this whole thing of like, I'm dead shot. I, I don't kill women and children while boo plays in the background. Yeah, you got a good point there. You know, it, yeah. it tried it tried to just be like an action movie. Yeah. Uh, in that universe, uh, which failed miserably, but. Yeah, you're right, though. It, it would have been a lot worse if it was somber. Yeah. Because, like, it, you know, they wouldn't have fixed anything and it's like, oh, this is the, you know. It, it would have made it just yeah. more just interminable and, and intolerable. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only thing I have to say is, like, I, I, I think I would recommend watching Sniper Special Ops. Well, I was just going to say, I would I would like the movie a lot better if Steven Seagal played Deadshot. Oh, that'd be great. You know, I, I'm glad we talked about it. I had fun discussing the film, but uh, yeah. this, this was not a, like... Don't, don't watch this. Just movie, like guys. I said, read. Don't even read the comics because I because in in after watching it, I'm like, you know what? I don't know that much about the Suicide Squad. I'll go back and I'll read some of the original Suicide Squad comics. They're terrible. Oh, really? They're very. I mean, it's also like like late '80s, so it's not yeah. a great time for comics. And there's more text than a Kathy Geiswhite cartoon. I don't know what that means. As he wrote Kathy. Yeah. Uh, but go read. Go read Gail Simone's Secret Six. It is so much fun, and it's what this movie should have been. Even though the characters are different, just the tone and the interactions between the characters. That is that being said, don't Hollywood don't make a Secret Six movie because you'll screw it all up. But yeah, man, read that comic. It is it is great. Yeah, I'm sure they're they're going to make that next. Uh, I would recommend uh, just 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 forgetting this ever existed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, let's do this before we announce the next movie, guys. Go to iTunes and leave uh, a review uh, for the show. Or, or Stitcher or wherever the hell you listen. That'd be cool. That'd be very nice. Uh, uh, you know, subscribe places and do all, do all, you know, that stuff you've heard every other podcast tell you over the years. Yeah. Do that for this one. That'd be nice. Cause I've, I forgot to mention that. And then write a, write a promo code in somewhere. Cause other web, uh, other podcasts tell you to do that. Oh yeah. Well, we haven't actually monetized this at all. So, no, I know. Uh, yeah. But just write in, I'm not saying I'm not giving you a promo code. I'm just saying write in a promo code somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Go to Amazon and type in, you know, John, Seagal. John Seagal <laughs> rules with a Z. Yeah. All right. All right. So, John, what what do we want to watch for next episode? I think whatever it is, it should be a doozy. A doozy, huh? Let me run this by you. Ba-na-na-na-na-na-na. 
Mm. Is that Kraftwerk? No, it's uh, Banana Man. It's a 1980s cartoon. I think we should oh, probably I watch th- that. Yeah. yeah. I think we should, because uh, I love Danger Mouse, and that would yeah. fill in the time afterwards. That'd be cool. You know, it's probably hard to find streaming. You know what actually that sounds like as well is the music they played from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. We should totally do that. Yeah. Let's watch that one. I think we should lose all our listeners and uh, hate a much beloved Close Encounters of the Third Kind. All right. We're doing it. So next time, watch with us. Enjoy. Hold your seats in terror, horror, and suspense as mashed potatoes are formed into different things. Francis Truffaut, as you've never seen him before or at all. Yes, because I don't know who that is. He's a French director. Oh. He plays the French guy in that movie. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a huge influence on Spielberg. And Spielberg went, why don't you stop doing good things and be in my movie? (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, I, you know, I frankly, I, I have fond memories of this film, but I, I, I have a suspicion that it's not going to hold up for me. Yeah, I and I have only seen it once in my 20s, and I did not like it, and my opinion might change watching it again, but we'll see. Well, look at that. It's a teaser for next time. Yeah. All right, cool. So we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.